0: Welcome to the podcast, Political Roadways. I want to hear from you. I want to make this podcast about you. That's my whole goal, is to hear from my listeners and to share your stories. Now, a lot of this uh, political stuff out on the roadways sometimes it comes in in ways that you don't even realize sometimes, and hopefully we can touch on a couple couple of those things today. Having said that, let's jump into this. Now, over the past few years, there's been noticeable rise in the amount of rude and confrontational drivers on the streets and highways, whether it's abrupt lane changes, people following too closely, uh, displaying obscene gestures, and it appears that angry drivers are becoming more increasingly frequent in the last two or three years especially. Now, this conduct only endangers the well-being of all drivers but also contribute to the general tension and irritation of driving you know sometimes the condition of the road itself can be frustrating to drivers they're trying to go around potholes old patches we got our, a road road here and there's many roads like this but they They've been bad for years, and they keep patching it, patching it, and more potholes and patching it. And the road is terrible. I've seen it rattle the windshield out of a motorhome. It's so rough. And what you have is two different government agencies fighting over whose responsibility it is to fix that road. Well, they did come to a conclusion. After all these years, they need two years to study the road. Well, I tell you, you can look at it at a, at a glance, and you can tell exactly what it needs. So, those things are frustrating as well. Drivers are kind of getting in other, other drivers' lanes, trying to go around that stuff, and all that stuff contributes to driving behavior. And with the current economic climate and the continuous flow of individuals entering the United States through unsecured borders— That has major impacts on our roads, and will get worse because the condition of the roads is deteriorating. These people are coming in, and we had a a senator from here in Montana who I think he was even on on the news uh, saying some of these, talking about some of these problems. Well, they had two uh, up here in Montana. Two incidences up here on I-90 where they had two head on crashes where the drivers were going backwards on the wrong going the wrong way on I ninety and had head on collisions. Both of those were illegals. And so they don't know our laws. And why would they care about laws? They're coming over here illegally. So obviously we don't have laws, right? So it's it's getting worse. And it just needs to, a lot of this stuff needs to be addressed. Due to the state of the economy, that creates a problem as well. Because have you seen the price of these vehicles these days? And the add-ons that dealers and everybody puts on these things? And the interest rates to try to buy a vehicle? Even the used ones are outrageous. Average citizen cannot afford these kind of prices so that puts a lot of pressure on people also and their cars starting to wear out they can't afford to get it fixed they can't afford to replace it so that just kind of wears on you and and you're out there trying to fight with a vehicle that's you never know when the light's going to come on that engine light's going to come on and that doesn't help either and it also, there's a there's a rise in number of individuals who have to travel long distances to get to their workplace. A lot of people do work from home, and they can uh, not have to worry about that quite so much, but they still have to go in and get groceries, take trips, or, you know, have a little weekend something going on. And it uh, congests the roads. The more people that flood in here... I've noticed that there's a lot more people on the roads nowadays and a lot more anger and congestion. So along with the burden of the financial concerns, it's not surprising that motorists are displaying more hostile and impatient behavior because they have to get from here to there quickly. The urgency to arrive at work quick or attend a meeting or these things can all trigger irritation and resentment causing drivers to act aggressively towards one another while driving. You know, sometimes there can be a cross between emergency and urgency. I had a driver come down right outside my house out here, come down around the corner just a little too fast, went through my fence, up on two wheels. I thought it was going over, a little SUV, some sort, Chevy Blazer or something like that got themselves gathered up, turned around, come back up through the fence and down the road towards me. I happen to be outside and they were just gonna blow past me and I said, Hey So they stopped and wouldn't you know it, plates California plates. This gal stops, gets out when she sees me coming, Starts into this frantic panic mode about her dog. She had her dog in the car, and apparently the dog bit her horse, and the horse kicked the dog. So she was trying to get it to the vet, and she was all in a in a big panic. This is a big old Rottweiler, and she wanted me to go in and take a look at the dog. I said no. I said, number one, that dog doesn't know me. Number two, it's hurt. I'm not going to stick my head in that car. And I, a lot of these people come from, say, California, and they, they want the farm life. So they get five or ten acres, and they put a whole bunch of animals on it. Well, other than dogs, cats, and horses, those animals around here, for the most part, they're either... We don't have them unless they're making you money or raising them to eat. And if it's not necessary, even to us here in Montana, it's just easier to go to the grocery store. Although I say other than dogs, cats, and horses, there are some cultures out there, probably crossing the border here, that find that those animals are fair game. But... Anyway... I told her what I would have done was got the horse to the vet and shot the dog. But she didn't like that answer. But Rottweiler is my baby. <laughs> well, anyway, what do you think about the horse? I mean, the horse is still up there bleeding. So, things like that happened. A lot of urgency, a lot of stupidity comes with it. And... I don't know. You just got to deal with it as it comes. There's all kinds of different people out there. Even our present state of politics and the discord surrounding immigration having a result in a significant increase in individuals entering the U.S. through unguarded borders. Although the motives behind this surge differ it has consequences contributing to already congested roads. And as a result, there's a higher number of people on the road, and there's a greater likelihood of encountering drivers who are unfamiliar with the laws, like I was mentioning, mentioning earlier on I-90. And the guidelines of drivings in the U.S. are different than where, where they came from, or even if they really know how to drive. And this all potentially causes confusion and confrontations on the road. Media. Media can influence or have a great impact on the way people communicate and interact with each other nowadays. Whatever did we do without our cell phones back in the day? Apart from these external elements, there's the advanced in technology, the widespread use of social media definitely has an impact in the matter of which individuals communicate with each other, and we've all been on that phone in the car and seen people texting and trying to drive, and a lot of people can't do two things at once. And it's obvious, you watch them doing this stuff, and and they're weaving all over, and It's just crazy. We've all been sitting at that stoplight. Light turns green and nobody moves. Well, car up front hasn't finished their text yet. So feeling anonymous in their vehicles, that provides a driver with this empowered behavior to where they think that they can do things that they wouldn't if they had direct interaction with other people outside of that vehicle. Social media reinforces the notion that it's permissible to display anger and annoyance towards others. You see all this stuff on the news about all these riots and everything. They get away with things that are just crazy. But it gives drivers a realization that their hostile conduct on the streets, they think it's okay. Typically, the outcome of this contact can have bad consequences. The National Highway Safety Administration attributes aggressive driving to 50% of all traffic-related deaths. So not only does this road rage jeopardize safety of others, but it also exposes the aggressive driver to the potential legal consequences and financial damages. So to begin with, we all need to take, take it into consideration that there are other drivers out there besides ourselves. It's crucial for drivers to keep in mind that there's not you're not the sole user of the road and exhibit patience and politeness towards your fellow driver. So if you were to get into a confrontation, you could look back and see that it would have been a minor sacrifice to make for the well-being of yourself and others to just take a little bit longer to reach your destination and to just let it go. I know that's hard. I'm one of them. (laughs) I'm one of you. Authorities could allocate resources towards improving infrastructure to alleviate traffic conditions, and for the most part, they do do that. But you do have that like that road I was talking about earlier. It would help Quit arguing amongst yourselves and just fix the damn road. And all this would encourage the responsible driving habits of people, and it would help out. Now, you can have more efficient public alternatives in transport stations like carpool lanes, a decrease to bottom of cars on the road. But if you're like me, I like to drive myself. I've been driving for many years, mostly professionally. Started driving when I was probably seven years old, when I could reach the pedals on an old Ford tractor out on the ranch. And then an old 40, oh, nine or something, Willie's Jeep. So I've always driven. People have always wanted me to drive. And it it's just a part of my life. And for most of my life, it's been my job until now I am retired. It is essential to shift our perspective in order to address these problems, and it's important to recognize that every individual motorist out there is facing their own challenge and difficulties. And responding with aggression towards others will not resolve the issue. However, it sure can make you feel better. (laughs) But probably not a good idea. Rather, our focus should be on promoting empathy and compassion. God has compassion for all of us. And I have an instance where I was in my 20s, driving home late at night and hit black ice. I was doing 70 miles an hour. My car was totally sideways, headed for the ditch, borrow pit, whatever you want to call it, and it was deep. It would not have been good if I would have hit that. I was driving my tail off, trying to correct that car. And the only thing that I could say is God must have reached down and straightened that car out for me because I could not have done that myself. So if God can have empathy on all of us, we can try to have that for others as well. Even when faced with trying circumstances. Worth a try makes you feel better also to, to uh, have good towards others. And also, I want to hear from you you people. I just This whole thing, I'm trying to make this about you, not me. And I want to hear what you have to say. I, w- I need your stories. It'll be a lot more fun that, that way. And there's a lot of good things that happen out there. But mostly all we ever hear is the negative So I would certainly welcome some good stories of things that you see out there. Ultimately, the emergency of discourteous and hostile drivers on our highways is and can be an alarming matter that must be dealt with in one way or another. The convergence of a struggling economy an influx of migrants due to open borders in the Influence of technology and social media have all played a role in exacerbating this issue. It is important for everyone to take accountability for their behavior while driving and for the government to invest in solutions that will effectively traffic congestion and promote responsible driving and curb some of these things that are flooding in towards us. However, all of these things is crucial to the use in society to cultivate empathy and understanding towards others both on the road and in a, just in our daily lives. Some good advice I heard on an old Tom Selleck western. Slow down, you'll get a more harmonious outcome. Hey, I have a listener Kathy, she's a driver out there, and she just says, whenever I encounter road Race drivers, I just take a deep breath and remind myself it's not worth getting angry over. I also try to give them space and avoid any confrontations. And I do thank you for that advice, Kathy. And to all our listeners, I do encourage you to share your thoughts and experiences with us as well. So unleash your road rage right here. Email us, subscribe, support us, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.